turn to Acts 28, and we're going to pick up where we left off last week. We talked about the miracle Paul got in saving everybody that was with him, even though there was disobedience and different things. They ended up being shipwrecked, and they ended up on the sea in this horrible storm. But God delivered them, and they made it, and they end up crashed on the shore, and everybody makes it to land. You would think after that miracle, Paul would be set, right? But Paul was a man that had miracles, divine interventions in the natural course of life. Notice this in the first verse of the 28th chapter. It says, now when they had escaped, this is from the sea, from that ship that was being torn apart. He said, they then found out that the island was called Malta. And the natives, so they're up on the land now, showed us unusual kindness. For they kindled a fire and made us all welcome. Because of the rain and the, that was falling and because of the cold. So we understand from reading before, this was a severe storm that was going on. And now they make it on land and they start getting help from these natives that are, you know, starting a fire and just accommodating them. And they're showing them unusual kindness. But it says, verse 3, But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks, so he's out there helping away, and laid them on the fire, a viper, which, you know, is a poisonous snake. Rattlesnakes are a type of pit viper. You know, in other words, they got big fangs, and it says a viper came out of the fire, because obviously they're throwing bundles of wood. Well, they must have picked it up, and there had been a viper in there, a poisonous snake. And it said this thing came out, of the fire because of the heat, and it fastened to his hand. That's important to know. It fastened to his hand. And uh, verse 4 says, So when the natives saw the creature uh, hanging from his hand, so it grabbed, and now they're all looking, and everybody sees this. There is a, like a rattlesnake, big fangs just hanging there. Well, a lot of people start thinking a lot of things when things start happening, don't they? So when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, uh, they said to one another, No doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he has escaped the sea, yet justice does not allow him to live. Verse 5, But he shook off this creature into the fire and suffered no harm. However, they were expecting that he would swell up, in one translation, puff up, uh, or suddenly fall down dead because they knew how these snakes were. But after they had looked for a long time and saw no harm came to him or come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was now a god. There's a lot in these verses that's pretty interesting that I think is worth looking at. One, we need to know this. If we're going to live for God, not everybody's going to think positive for us. Another thought is this. Their negative thoughts toward us and their opinions toward us should not hurt our feelings. Paul didn't say, don't, don't think that about me. You guys, Stop. And then they probably are talking, this guy's going to puff up and die, let's look. Because obviously they had experience with this snake. Well, he didn't say, don't say anything bad about me. 
because I might puff up if you say that. No, they called Jesus a drunk and a wine-bibber, and he didn't say, don't say that about me. Quit calling me, uh, quit calling me that. I'll become that if you say that about me. No, you won't. Because you don't get what other people say about you. You get what you say about you. And so here they are thinking, man, this guy's going to puff up. He's going to die. And, uh, you know, we're going to watch this go down. There's no hope for him. But he shakes this thing off, suffers no harm. So we know this about Paul. Paul had to expect that this would not harm him. He had to believe it would not harm him. Then he started acting like it would not harm him. That's actually how faith works. Expectation is a word that we notice here. They expected something bad, right? Here's what expectation is. It's what one internally determines or decides, and everybody can expect on their own how something's going to turn out, whether good, bad, or indifferent. Everybody expects things. We live like that. I'm not going to that store. There's so many customers. There'll be long lines. We expect long lines. But have you ever gone in expecting a long line? And there was a short line. So that means not all expectations that are natural or a certain way are going to turn out the way you think. Expectations are something. People have them about marriage. And they think, oh, and they fantasize about stuff. I'm going to go do this, and it's going to be like this. And then there's poopy diapers, and those don't change themselves. And there's all kinds of stuff that starts happening. And people have expectations, but not all expectations are right. Not all expectations people have about you are even correct. Maybe not all expectations you have about yourself are correct. But we should have some. But Paul had some. But let's read verse 6 here and look at these people. It says, however, they were expecting. In other words, they had an inward determination or idea. They had decided how this was going to turn out. You know, really, that is the creation of depression for many people. They expect it's going to be bad. They expect it's going to turn out bad. And they just start living blue. And, but notice this. These people right there saw something happen. They start expecting. It said that they expected that he would swell up or puff up and suddenly or suddenly fall down dead right in front of them. But after they had looked for a long time and saw no harm come to him, notice this phrase, they changed their minds. What does it mean they changed their mind? Well, in the context, they changed their expectation. They're thinking, this guy's not going to puff up. He's not going to die. Then they changed their mind to something that was absolutely wrong again. This guy's a God, right here. This is it. That's not the first time it happened. They'd never experienced. What would be the only thing that would change their mind? The truth. The only thing that would change them. Because we know there was a time when people did this to Paul and Silas, uh, Paul and Barnabas, and they were like, hey, you guys are the gods and 
you've come down. And they said, no, we're not. We're men just like you. And then they explained the gospel. But that's an interesting thought. Just a change of mind. Just a change of mind is a change of expectation. Remember people's expectations about you as an adult and even as a kid don't have to determine how you turn out. I mean, sure, I want people to expect the best of me. And I want to expect the best of people. But no matter what, I can choose to expect right. And it seems pretty easy or at least doable to change my expectation. But how many people have been trained negative and not to expect good? Because we don't want to let you down. So just don't think too high. Don't expect too much. That doesn't sound like God to me. Just don't expect too much. No, that's not how it is. Notice, let's look at Paul and then move forward about this expectation. Notice these people, when they were expecting what they expected, they focused on, right? They kept staring at Paul. They had an expectation, inward determination, and what did it do? It caused them to focus, You know, where we expect, we focus. And Paul here did not focus because his expectation was different. Notice this. But he shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. It didn't say he looked at it. It didn't say he focused on it. We know Jesus, when he cursed the fig tree, he didn't even look at it again until his attention was called to it. What we expect we focus on. You with me? In other words, if we expect an answer to prayer and we expect, you know, God's going to promote us and God's going to, we're going to start looking in the mailbox. We're going to start thinking, well, a a job, there's got to be a promotion coming. If, If we expect and start acting in faith about it, then we'll start acting like, hey, this is going to come to pass. That's exactly what they did. If you think, man, I'm expecting good, but you're always focusing on the negative, you aren't doing something not right. I didn't say the negative's not going to come. This same thing was presented to both Paul and the people. They both had a choice of what they were going to expect. And then they both had the opportunity to act. Paul just shook it off and didn't give it much thought and much attention. Here, these people, he shakes it off. He starts going about his business, and now they're all focusing on everything he does. He's going to die. He's going to die. He's going to die. He's going to die. It's going to get worse. He'll just puff up. We'll watch him. He'll swell up like a balloon. They didn't have those back then. You know, just like the ones at the grocery store. That's what's going to happen to Paul. He's going to puff up, and he's going to die. Well, here's the thing. Both of them had an expectation Both of them had actions, and actions are our faith. And both of them showed action. Him shaking it off and not panicking, going, somebody get me a sharp knife so I can get get this venom out. you got to remember, you know he felt that. He had to feel that thing when it bit him in the hand. It wasn't like he didn't feel anything. I have no feelings. No, he had feelings. Paul got tired. Jesus got tired. He had feelings. He felt these fangs go into him, but he suffered no harm. In other words, the effects of the venom didn't mess him up. But one's expecting one thing, 
and acting a certain way with their focus, and he's expecting something and acting a certain way, and his focus is not on that. Remember Peter? He got an expectation. I can walk on the water. Jesus said, come. So he did. But when his focus got on the problem, all of a sudden, what was working, quit working. Why? His expectations changed because of his focus. And he started believing these problems will overcome me. But how can we fortify expectation? How can we change negative expectations into good. Well, we saw they did it by just a change of mind. Where do we find expectation? What is expectation? Is the word expectation really used in the Bible? Turn to Romans 15. Romans, the 15th chapter. And if, and I mean, you think about it, Paul had a positive expectation. We know he did. Why? Because when we read the other miracle, the Lord said, you must appear in Rome. So he wasn't thinking anything contrary is going to knock me out. He knew Jesus said, if you know, you're bitten or something deadly hits you, attacks you, he said, it will not harm you concerning serpents and scorpions. So he knew the truth, but it doesn't mean he wasn't challenged right then. Just like Peter. He just chose how he would act and which way he would go. But here's the thing. We see that it's a change of mind. Where do you get positive expectation? You know, is it just something that comes to some and something that doesn't come to others? And No. These people, without any scripture, change their expectation. So it had to be then, it had to be something they could personally do by a choice. But there was something that governed their choice. But here's the thing, they changed their expectation, but they changed it not, and their thoughts, not to the right way. So what would have corrected them from going from one ditch of error into another. There's got to be something that holds you there. Romans 15 is the thing that will keep us from going from one ditch or one wrong thing to another. Notice this. Verse 4. For whatever things were written. Notice, whatever things were written. Whatever things were written. You know what things are written? Things in this book. He said, for whatever things were written... Notice this, were written before, for, in other words, whatever things were written, well, if you read a letter, you ever, you ever seen a letter, you know, you ever seen a written letter, you ever read that, you know what, it was written before, or you ain't reading it, whatever things were written, were written before, for. You know, before we ever came, there was stuff written before for us. Notice, and as they were written for what? For our learning. So that means they were here before you were here. God knew whatever you'd need would be right here. Whatever hope you'd need would be right here. Whatever expectation. Notice this. We're written for your learning. That. This is why you need to learn. That through the patience... 
Now, now it says patience and comfort of Scripture. So he said the patience and comfort of Scripture. If you read that without thinking, you'll think the patience. Of, okay, I've got to be patient. No, what does patience mean? We know what patience is. It's when you're in line at the store and you don't get all bent out of shape and you stay the same the whole time and everybody else is ready to like string up the lady or the guy at the register, but you stay the same. And so when they come, they stamp you, thank you for your patience. What does that mean? You have not changed. You've been consistent. So you could read it like this, that through the consistency of the scriptures or through the consistency and comfort that you find in the scriptures, you might have hope. There's consistency in God's word. If you want to be consistent and know how he is, because he's the Lord who changes not, he said there's consistency in here. He said, by these scriptures, you might have hope. What is the word hope? It literally means a positive Godward expectation. So you can change your thoughts from a negative future to a positive one just by looking in the Word. Well, what does that mean? If those people were able by a choice and attitude to adjust and change their expectation from negative to these guys are this, they did that with a choice. You know, your attitude toward the Word is huge. Because some people will read it and go, yeah, whatever. But it's God talking to us. And when we receive it like that, we would be wise then to change our attitude and go, if God said that, he's powerful. He means it. We're all going to stand before him. He's not messing around. When he said it, he cannot lie. These things will give you a positive Godward expectation. Now remember this. These new positive Godward expectations, when they come to you, are going to do battle in your mind. Well, yeah, but all the other people who got bit by scorpions and serpents and these deadly things, they never changed. Yeah, but, but the Bible said, and this is God we're talking about, backing the whole thing. Well then what happens when we accept the word, the first thing that springs up is hope arises for a better future. In other words, hope is a positive expectation. Turn to Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. Paul believed in miracles. These people both had expectation and actions. How can we get our expectations right? We got to be people who look in the book. I said we need to be people who look in the book. Because he wrote this for your learning so you can have a positive expectation. And he was consistent in the book so you can find it again and again that you can have a positive expectation about life and the things of life. And so here we are in Hebrews 11, a real common verse of Scripture. You might even be able to find this like at Bed Bath & Beyond on a little plaque or something. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. But there's that word hoped. It means positive Godward expectation. Notice faith is the substance of things you positively expect. 
It's the evidence of things not seen. I'm going to read this from the God's Word translation. It says, faith assures us of the things we expect. Faith assures us, makes us confident of the things we expect. So you got to understand this. If you have an expectation for something, that doesn't mean it's guaranteed. You have to have faith in that. And, and if you have to have faith in it, because what is faith? Faith basically guarantees that expectation that it's a fact for me. In other words, you can start dreaming, and we all should have faith. But we all have to have expectation too. Because you can't really have faith without expectation. Why? Because you're, if you're going to go pray and you expect God to answer your prayer, faith drives you to pray. Because I know, I expect if I pray, I get an answer. Hey, if, if I have expectation that He leads me, then I'm going to go pray. I'm going to look inside because he lives in me. He lives in you if you're saved. And so what you're going to do is you're going to start paying attention to those promptings inside instead of everything else out here. Why? Because faith acts on expectations. And if the Bible said he leads and guides every one of us with an inward witness, and I have faith in that, and where do I get my faith? The same place I get my expectation. I'm going to start acting like it. When? Before I see it. Faith always acts before it sees. In the natural. So that means I don't have direction. But because he said this, I can choose to expect that he's going to give me direction. If I don't get it today, I still expect I'm going to get it. Because he will not lead me astray. He will not leave me aimless. The Bible said he will not leave any of his children like orphans off on your own. He won't. And so if that's the fact, and I have an expectation, then my confidence, which is from faith, drives me to act. It drives me to act. It drives me to act. That crippled man that saw Jesus, you know, and was there, and the Lord said to him, your sins are forgiven, rise up and walk. He was still crippled. But he had heard, and it said he had faith, well, he expected that what Jesus said will come to pass, but he still had to act on it. He still had to act. And his faith was his actions. And so turn to Romans 10. If, if we have expectation, faith is what makes it active, makes it come to reality, I guess you could say, or into the seen realm. Romans 10. So when we read the Word, it should help us to choose to expect good things. But also, we can get something else from the Word of God, and it's called faith. And they're both found there. If your faith is weak, if your expectation is wavering, if your faith is wavering, where do you go? To an encouraging friend? That's great. But what if they won't encourage you? What if they don't know? There's only one place to turn and turn your back to the wall to His Word. Because He is constant in His Word. The patience of Scriptures mean you're going to always find hope. 
Somebody said, yeah, but what if I'm martyred for my faith? In the book, you got hope. When you die, you'll be there. And you can act confidently, and you don't have to be afraid. I mean, think about it. If I have an expectation that God convicts, convinces, draws people, then I can go tell people, I expect it because he said it. My action is my faith in line with it. What's going to happen? God will always back that. That's what happened with Paul. God wouldn't back those false expectations. He would only confirm the expectations that are acted on that are in line with what he says and what he promised or said is so. So notice this in Romans 10. I can build my expectation. I can adjust my expectations by reading the Bible. That means I should start having a brighter outlook on life and thinking things can be different. They will change. They can change. Faith says, it's now mine. Faith takes those expectations of how it will be and brings them to now and starts acting like they're now. And that's what Paul did. Notice this, Romans 10, 17. This is the only way in the Bible you get faith. You don't get faith by praying. You get it from hearing God's Word. Romans 10, 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Well, that's great to know that faith, when you hear God's Word, comes. But how could I identify it if I was even getting it? What does it look like? I mean, have you ever got something and then you got it home and it had a problem and then somebody else, you saw their same thing, and you're like, well, mine does this, and they're like, mine doesn't do that. I thought mine, all of them did what mine is doing. No, no, that's wrong. You, you got something different. You need to identify what you're getting. Am I getting the right thing? I just thought it was supposed to be like this. You know, I thought every time you got a swing, you could swing on it three times, it would fall over. It's how it was when we were a kid. It's how it is now. And other people, when you finally come to know the truth, they're like, wait a minute. You mean you're supposed to be able to swing for like a long time on a swing? Well, everybody laughs at that. But if you don't know what it is, you could buy something and think, well, that's just how it is. Right? But we're an information society. So we want to know stuff. And we do figure out things. But notice it says faith comes when you hear. Well, what is this faith that you get when you hear? Faith literally means confidence, assurance. So faith comes, assurance comes of what? What you don't see. It comes right out of the Word of God. When you read it, it gives you confidence. It gives you assurance. It gives you persuasion. About what? Well, it should be coupled to these expectations. That not only are these things from God, they're for you, and they're yours, and they belong to you now. So then I can start acting on my faith, and faith will start turning to sight. You with me? If I believe when I read and accept things, my hopes are going to change. If I'll feed on the Word of God, hey, I'm just going to say this, I'm not trying to be a dietitian, but I purpose not to eat certain things, I like ice cream, personally. I really like ice cream. I like cheesecake. I like many of the cheesecakes from the Cheesecake Factory. I'm not really prejudiced one against another for the most part. 
I'm just open. And I'd eat them a lot. But I find this doesn't always help me. So I found if I gain, because I'm about seven pounds over where I'd been, I find when I go hiking, which I do fairly regularly, I can tell a difference. Hucking around 10 extra pounds. I would be sadly mistaken to think I can just feed on whatever I want to and it's not going to affect me. I would be foolish to think if I don't feed on this, I'm just going to have no problem having positive expectations and confidence in God and assurance in God and that what he said is mine and without seeing it I can start acting because that's faith. So if I'm finding that I'm gaining weight, I have to be disciplined. If your confidence is waning and your expectations for positive good things are not where they need to be, you know where you need to be? Right here in the book. Because it's the natural result. If you eat too little, you'll get thin. If you eat too much, you'll get thick. Thick or thin, it's your choice. And we've all, maybe not all of this, but I've been there. And it takes discipline, doesn't it? You know, it takes discipline to, to harvest the confidence and the expectations out of this book. Because there are so many other things that want to talk to you. TV, hey, you going you gonna to turn me on? We had a date yesterday. We've had this running date for the last six years. And you always hang out with me for hours. Are you not my friend anymore? Well, not as much as we used to be. I'd like to change that a little. Come on. And hobbies, everything. But I'll tell you what, if we're going to walk with God, you've got to have some expectation. Sure beats depression. Negative outcome. Sure beats it. Well, I'm not going to find an answer in my depression looking at my depression. So i got to look somewhere else. You with me? So I look in the book, and hope or expectation for a good outcome is going to start coming. It's going to start challenging me. I'm going to get choices to start thinking certain ways. Then when I continue on, I'm going to start finding out, hey, these things are not just things God promised. He said they're mine. I can act on this. God will back me. You with me? Paul believed like this. Paul acted like this. Every area of life with God, hey, we can change. God wants us to. 